We have something special for you this morning. How do you work a play up from scratch to stage? I've only been in one play. But gee, it was good, wasn't it? Well, it was a Patrick White play directed by Neil Armfield. (laughs) That's that's how good it was. Well, that's not too bad. And I was starring opposite Geoffrey Rush and John Gayden, so that was some play. What happened to that career? Well, what happened was, I got pretty good reviews for it, but the thing about it was I just walked on stage and all I wanted to do was say, hi, anybody here from Glenelg? (laughs) Used to used to stand up. I just wanted to be me. (laughs) So uh, I have written a couple, though. Sydney's Ensemble Theatre has a play reading series that began five years ago and allows audience to experience the readings of new plays being considered for production in the in future seasons. And this is fantastic because it gives you the chance to be part of this creative discussion with the actors and the director and all that business. We've got a couple of people from the Ensemble Theatre here. Mark Kilmurray, who's the director of the Ensemble Theatre. Hello, Mark. Morning. And Tracy Trinder, who is a playwright. Hello, Tracy. At the moment, your new play, Killing Katie, Confessions of a Book Club, mm-hmm. by Tracy Trinder, <laughs> yeah. is the play that you're all working on, yeah? That's right. Tell us how the process happens, uh, Mark. Um, oh, um, well, uh, so we read quite a few plays every year and uh, we have a short list and a short, short list that go into the season. But some plays we like to develop. So uh, together with the writer, we'll mm. uh, talk about uh, developing and working drafts of, the, of, a, of a certain play. And then finally, it will go in front of an audience because the audience then get their chance to feed back to the writer mm. and the writer gets a chance to hear it in fr- live um, because... Only by hearing it live, you sort of can you tell how it's going, mm. um, and you might think, oh, "Okay, that needs to go," or "That works really well." And then you, there's a Q and A afterwards, which can be very informative. And then the writer will go away and write mm. another draft, and then maybe even another draft, and even maybe one more. But it's a it's a springboard to the to the next stage. What are the the, the best kind of people to to write plays? Are there people who do you have to have? lived an incredibly rich life to, to be a great playwright <laughs> or do you just have to be particularly creative? I think, I think the latter. I think yeah. creative. Um, and people say write about what you know but also I think write about what you don't know because that's, uh, your imagination's a great thing. You know, you can put yourself into situations uh, that you don't know about and research them. So uh, I think you have to have a talent and you have to be able to write but, um, you know, don't restrict yourselves. Mm. All right. Well, t- well, tell us about this process of this, with this play that uh, you are writing, Katie. In some ways, you know, I imagine uh, it must be fairly searing (laughs) or bracing (laughs) to have put up a version of a play and then have everyone comment on it. uh, Yeah, I wonder what that feels like. So take us from the beginning. What what happened with this play of yours? Okay, so this play came to life. Um, initially, I was in a book club. I still am I'm in that same book club. It was over 10 years ago when a, a member joined and it was a parting gift from someone who was one of the original members. She said, oh, I've asked someone to take my place. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. None of us had met her and it was a disaster. Oh. And, and I was surprised by everyone's reaction to this new member of the book club and, and it's got me thinking about female relationships and the complexities mm. of them. See, I didn't think it was going to go there. I thought you were about to say, and it was the most inspiring <laughs> person we'd ever met. And we Not all fell all. in love oh, with this no, person. I no. saw where Did it you? was going. <laughs> See, women know. Yeah, yeah it's just my optimism, isn't it? How <laughs> come everybody doesn't get to vote on the new member? How come she's, you know, I got 
got it straight away. So uh, how long after the actual incident, the real oh. incident, did you think, gosh, this would make a good play? How long was that? Um, I thought about it for the next couple of years, believe yeah, it or not. Yeah, and yeah. I was writing television at the time and not thinking about a play. And I was sort of thinking more of a series on television. And I got chatting to Mark about it. And, and then we both went, you know, this would make a really good play. And um, the process went from there. I think this is the seventh draft that's about to go on stage on Saturday and it's been a fantastic process. Um, Just all the observations I've made of women and the way they interact over the years have come into this and... And it's been a really great process. Why did you decide, why did you talk Tracy into writing it as a play? Uh, well, I saw the potential of it. And, of course, book clubs, are, are, it's a great subject matter. Yeah, yeah of um, course, yeah. And just over conversations, I thought, you know what, this is a theatrical piece. This would be really good. And, and, and the ensemble wants to develop new work and particularly uh, female writers and a female voice. And so this is one of those projects I thought, yes, no, we must do this. And mm. it would, would then, I, I would imagine, if it was a real, hit, then the TV could come afterwards, oh, that's Tracy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. It, it, I, I'm interested to know about the, the... I take it that the people who were in the book club know that they are now characters <laughs> on a stage, and particularly the one that perhaps wasn't so popular <laughs> as well. Um, how, do you, how, do you deal, how do you deal with that? Do you deal with that? It's interesting because my book club is actually full of the most beautiful, supportive women and really interesting women. Well, you've um, got to say that now, don't you? They're yeah, yeah, girls. Yeah. Out there. But... Um, these characters are really an amalgamation of women I've met through work and family and, and life, really. So, you know, it's all the best bits and the juicy bits put, put <laughs> well, into I a small space. I think also it's just a hazard, isn't it? If you know a writer, you can expect to end up yes. in one of their wretched shows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully in slightly positive light, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're going to uh, read us a little bit of this one. Tell us the setting. How many folk are in the book club? Where is the book club? Is it, uh, yeah. is it set in a particular place? It's, it's set in any modern city where you've got time for, you know, Indulgent pursuits so, like a book club. Really. So it would it be sort of upper middle class ladies. Yeah, it, it definitely okay. is. Um, and this person who is the narrator, this is the opening monologue. Um, she's the one that's thinking back. It's looking back mm-hmm. over, over time about a book club that happened ten years ago. Oh, how appropriate! And somebody yeah. died. <laughs> and somebody died. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. So killing Katie. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen in my real book club. Yeah. No one died. <laughs> Okay, so this is Linda opening the show. Have you ever felt guilty? No, not snorting Tim Tams on the way home from the gym or pretending to be asleep at business time guilty. I mean seriously, deeply guilty, ashamed. It's like no other emotion, really. I mean, happiness, we hunger after it. Replay the moments over and over. All those remember whens, what about the times and the laughter? And then there's sadness, it's more hidden unless we're in the wallow in it stage. We revisit it sometimes, allow ourselves a few memories, a lost parent, a broken heart, a forgotten friend, and in between, well, there's love and sadness, fear and anger. But guilt, it's different to all the others. Guilt is the lonely, sly, creep-up-and-choke-you-at-3am emotion. It's the haunting one, the one you want to confront but you can't, the one that knots your stomach... She's the one you can never be rid of or get to totally shut up. She's that persistent, know-all, irritating nasal tone, that arrogant, in-your-face, eat-off-other-people's-plates-and-know-everything beautiful hairdo that makes you feel like your life is half-lived. Ah, no. 
Guilt's the one we keep locked away. She's the one we keep hidden under our everything's great mask until something happens and she's back. Very good. It reminds me in its in its concerns a little bit of a Pretty Little Liars. I mean, we are interested in these interior lives at the moment, aren't we, Mark? Yes, that's right. No, it is. It's very much like that. Um, and it's it's the the thing with uh, Killing Katie is very funny too, mm. and you get the sense of that from Tracy Reed. But it's it's hilariously funny, and it it is. It's all about the the inner workings and the relationships. Mm. And interestingly, we were just saying it's not a, about women talking about men, yeah. uh, which is that you know that. Theory of uh, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's yeah yeah and you've got another play that's that's receiving the same treatment at the moment, Mark. Um, yes, there's there's two or three in in line. There's a, a couple of play readings coming up um, throughout the year. We try and do two or three a year, and then we're reading scripts to um, to develop uh, uh, other voices. Um, mm. And unqualified uh, was just on at the ensemble theatre, and that was, uh, started with doing different drafts. We didn't have a play reading, but that again it was a similar process to Killing Cage. Okay, so so for those who are listening. Um, and who think, oh, gosh, I would really, really adore to read a play and I think I might just have something for the ensemble theatre. How should they go about it? How well developed does it have to be before it gets to you? Um, well, we we have a, 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 a policy that we'll, we we will receive any scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said that. We'll, we'll <laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we have uh, three uh, literary managers who work part-time at the theatre and they swap, uh, do three months each, and I read all the plays and Claire Nesbitt-Hawes, our artistic producer, reads all the plays and our executive director, Loretta mm-hmm. Busby, reads all the plays. So we all read all the plays. Um, so in terms of it being developed, yes, a finished script and probably some some expertise in the area um, but we'll read as, as much as we can. Okay and uh, Katie uh, I, I wanted to, well Katie tra- <laughs> Tracy. We killed her yeah, yes. right, yeah. She's gone I'm afraid yeah, Wendy That's right okay yeah, we, with, a, with, a, with a letter opener? No I won't uh, keep going but um, Tracy I'll go back to the question I asked a little earlier. So you've slogged it out, you're on your sixth draft of Mm -hmm. this play, Mm -hmm. you put it up there for a play reading and still people are thinking, I don't know whether (laughs) I I mean, what is the point where you say, look, you know, I I, I think that I can do this on my own now and I feel confident to go ahead? Um, Well, I think it's in really good shape and I I think that because Mark's looked at every draft as I've gone through the process, so... I think that's, you know, I'm really confident. And I've done a lot of writing before. I've done a lot of television and mm-hmm. things like that. And how far was was the, how far did you move with the story and uh, the characters and so forth between the first reading and the, well, the seventh draft, the first and the seventh? Okay. So the first draft had a man in it. And and it was Mark, not me, that pointed out that we didn't need him, that the five women, you know, mm-hmm. were were good, strong characters by themselves. So... That was a good thing. Um, well, so why isn't the show called Killing Kill Mark? Yeah. <laughs> Killing Brian. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that wasn't intentional. He, he just he just um, ceased mm. to be important okay. to the story. So mm-hmm. it really is their their story. Yeah. So you do you do you know um, move along way. The process yeah. it sounds like it's very useful to you. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's great. It's been very different working on a play because I've had time and I've really enjoyed the process. Television can be a little bit of, you know, a race to deadlines all the time and you're often working on something that's well-established and you've got to fit um, a style, 
but this has been my own piece right from the start, which okay. has been wonderful. Well, well, oh, and I get to, yeah, indeed. And Mark, I, I'm guessing you you would love people to come along and take part in the process. Yes, that's right. It's on Saturday, this Saturday coming up at twelve thirty. Um, the Q and A afterwards also can be very interesting, but it's again we we emphasise it's up to the writer to take what they need and not what they don't need because there, there might always be someone who's why don't you try doing this? You know, it, it construct, but usually it's constructive uh, yep. uh, criticism, which is very beneficial. I'm sure there's someone sitting there going, why isn't there a man in the show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Debbie from Petersham sent us a note saying, I'll be at the next play reading. Hi, Mark. Oh, fantastic. She thank seems you. to be a friend of yours. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, thank you very much. And we shall certainly look out. It sounds a great idea for a play. Mm. I love it. Um, it's Killing Katie, Confessions of a Book Club is the name of the play that's being read at, uh, at the Ensemble Theatre in Kirribilli, of course, at 12.30pm on Saturday. And then you, on the following Saturday, you can go along and have a look at The Fever and The Fret. No, that's November, isn't it? Oh, November, yes, I beg your pardon. The Fever and Fret. Yeah. Be, a, be a friend of Australian yeah. drama. Yeah, yes, indeed. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Mark. Thank Thanks, you. Tracy. Thank, thank you. you.